Have you ever noticed that podcasts are a little like sharks? When they stop swimming, they die, and they can both smell blood from a mile away. So in the spirit of keeping swimming, I'd like to introduce you to TOS Plus. Putting my business pants on for a second, TOS Plus is our new premium membership thingamajig. It's the all-access pass to a growing library of exclusive horror, sci-fi, and WTF audio fiction, along with access to the regular TOS weekly stories in higher quality, a week early, and ad-free. Once again, that's exclusive episodes, ad-free, a week early, and higher quality audio. You'll also get access to the brand new TOS Plus Vault, where you can grab our ebooks, comics, and desktop wallpapers and all sorts of stuff. All of this is available today via our Patreon campaign, which includes juicy extras like Discord access, audiobooks, and merch. And if you're an Apple user, you can subscribe directly via the Apple Podcasts app. We're now in our eighth year of the podcast, and we've got so many cool projects on the boil none of which would be possible without the ongoing support of our listeners, specifically our premium subscribers, our super-powered patrons, and the many multi-dimensional voodoo priests air-guitaring to the TOS intro jingle. For more, head over to theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Once again, that's theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Hello, my name is Alex Markley, and I'm inviting you to check out my new podcast. It's a surreal sci-fi comedy series called The Unlikely Adventures of an Improbable Family. It's about a forlorn shell of a man, his egotistical laptop, a cartoon alien fuzzball, and a mysterious woman with telepathic abilities. You can find The Unlikely Adventures on the web at unlikely.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. And thanks. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. From all of us behind the scenes at The Other Stories, we wanted to wish you a very Merry Christmas for everyone who's spent some time listening to us over the past year. It's been an absolute belter, and we've made a ton of new friends, so thank you very much, and once again, a very Merry Christmas. As mentioned previously, we do currently have a survey running. If you go and answer in the questions, it should take you about two to three minutes. You'll be entered in a raffle to win one of five signed Hawk and Cleaver books of your choosing. So head over to hawkandcleaver.com forward slash survey for all the relevant information. And once again, Merry Christmas. Today's episode is The Fight Before Christmas. 
Written by Andy Conduit-Turner and narrated by Ian McEwen. I was lying awake one Christmas Eve night, bathed in flashes of blinking LED light. Though I shut my eyes tightly and tried counting sheep, like each year before, I couldn't find sleep. As I grew older, it caused me more and more shame that Christmas Eve excitement still fired up my brain, keeping me restless as I lay awake I employed countless methods to find an escape. I turned all the pillows and tried reading a book, until in frustration I leapt up screaming, RATS! Opening my window, I looked out. On the street down below, there was no one about. Frost dusted the houses. All was still and serene. With all the bright decorations, it was a picturesque scene. Turning back, I spied the stocking at the foot of my bed. Seeing it empty, I felt a sudden chill dread. Those fights with my sister, all those pranks on my dad. Objectively speaking, this year I'd been bad. As I moped sadly, pondering a slim Christmas yield, an event came about, right out of left field. A mighty crash from the kitchen grabbed all my attention, and I rushed down toward it with no apprehension. Whatever the source, I had little hesitation to investigate the noise and better my gift situation. In the event it was Dad raiding the best Christmas cheese, I'd keep quiet to Mom for some new DVDs. Or if it was my sister sneaking in late, I'd remind her how a new console would really be great. As I made the last dash to the kitchen door, a thought crossed my mind, which hadn't before. What if... Criminal strangers were thrown into the mix, robbing homes Christmas Eve to fund their next fix. Well, I might save the day for the price of a fright. Not even crooks murder ten-year-old kids on Christmas Eve, right? Yes, if I tackle a burglar, it'd be all gifts and applause and collecting medals from Davina at the Good Kid Awards. Bursting into the kitchen, I saw standing there one of only a few sights for which I'd failed to prepare. Standing tall in the moonlight, skin a translucent grey, an alien creature looking directly my way. I started to nervously query, but before I could speak even one word particularly clearly, a sinewy tentacle shot from the creature's back, pinning me to the wall with a resounding thwack. Covering my mouth to stifle my screams, The monster loomed. It was the stuff of bad dreams. I feared it was all over, 
When the creature loosened its choke, it gave a menacing grin, drew a breath, and then spoke. While to speak your foul language is usually treason, I'll permit you an answer in the style of the season. Though in the interest of truth and honest discourse at my story's conclusion, I'll kill you, of course. For many a Christmas beyond Earth's azure skies, we Venusians have watched you with envious eyes. While we have acid pool parties and beach days aplenty when it comes to Christmas, our schedules are all rather empty. We desire all the gifts and crave Christmas dinner, so we devised endless plans until we concocted a winner. Our tech is advanced. Yours is quite a disgrace. We could steal five of your holidays or wipe out your race. On our ships, we've a device which displaces time. Technology so simple, it can be explained in rhyme. When we land on your planet, a tachyon surge renders all life frozen while your holiday is purged. Whether extraction takes us one week or even a year, Earth will awake in the morning to find Christmas not here. And for lifetimes to come, your best minds will wonder who carried off this most tearing and bold yuletide plunder. Meanwhile, on Venus, our twin hearts will swell as we make merry with new toys on our first Noel. We'll feast on turkey and have Christmas parades, then drink too many snowballs and all play charades. Anyway, that's about it. Isn't our plan swell? Now I'll just take my ray gun and blast you to- <laughs> I mumbled to the alien invader, hoping to delay my demise at the hands of this raider. Its six eyes all narrowed, and it scratched its smooth head. I looked on wide-eyed, in the hope I could avoid being dead. It pulled up a stool from the table nearby and pondered a while before it gave a reply. It seems that unexpectedly our time-bending wave has no effect on children who oft misbehave. This error is most heinous, a real oversight. I must terminate you quickly and set all things right. Lifting me up, the creature readied its gun. This is it, I surmised. I'm surely undone. When all at once, from the shadows, there came a jingle, then a smack, and my capturer fell down lifeless, flat on its back. 
As I gathered myself up from a heap on the floor, I turned back to face our open back door. Standing in darkness, a huge silhouette stood silently watching. My ordeal was not finished yet. Who are you? I cried as the Venusian's body gave a twitch. Ho ho ho! The figure replied. It's Santa Claus, bit. I mean, um, little boy. As he stepped from the shadows, I saw it was no trick. My red-suited hero was surely Saint Nick. He stepped into the room where he knelt to retrieve the blood-stained jingle bell, which had been my reprieve. He gave a large sigh and stroked his white beard before turning and saying, Tonight's been a bit weird. I thanked Santa for the help and poured him some sherry and talked over our plight. He still looking quite merry. So, alien raiders with tech not unlike my time magic aim to turn our Christmas from happy into something more tragic. And based on your story, if I follow the gist, the only help we can get is on the naughty list? Seeing my expression, Santa laughed. Ho <laughs> ho, don't be glum! The fight to save Christmas has barely begun. The aliens won't be the last, and they're far from the first. So I say, bring it on, villains, and show us your worst. Corporations have tried, dictators, and the devil himself. And it takes something special to put old Saint Nick on the shelf. So we'll give these latest felons a lesson to learn. Christmas can't be taken. It's something you earn. With that, he stood and marched towards the door. Come on, he said. What are you waiting for? Chasing after Chris Kringle, I asked, You need me? He nodded and smiled. And my friend here makes three. Santa whistled a few bars of a familiar tune, and the skies flashed crimson like an omen of doom. Then, as Rudolph landed at our side, his nose dimming to claret, I rushed back inside and fetched him a carrot. As he ate, I asked, Oh, Santa, whatever is our plan? He pulled a radio from his belt, and his orders began. Mrs. Claus, I'm afraid it's another invasion, so I'm using Plan X-22, codename Salvation. An alien fleet is creating a present embargo, so I've sent the sleigh back home for more useful cargo. Ask the elves to prepare weapons for the members of our resistance. The naughty kids around the world, no matter the distance. But Santa, I protested, we're just kids, we don't know how to fight. With a smile, he replied jovially, You all play video games, right? 
with candy cane lasers and jingle bell blasters, I've no doubt you kids will all prove to be masters. Meanwhile, we three will head to get some perspective and take this fight to the heart of this alien collective. Now, riding into their mothership may seem kind of dumb, but it played out okay in that movie for Smith and Goldblum. Using broadcast capabilities I never knew he had, Santa's war cry was sent to the phone of each lass and lad filling each with a sense of purpose that none knew they ever had. We rose from the ground gently upon Rudolph's back, then with a boom hit Mark III and began our attack. While the kids rushed outside to gather delivered supplies, arming themselves with looks of fierce determination in their eyes, Santa called to the children below as we flew through the sky. Merry Christmas to all! The invaders must die! The fight before Christmas was a war brutally fought. Though owing to the time compression waves, the event was technically quite short. The invaders felt pain in Spain and suffered huge losses in Bermuda. In Scotland, France, and Swaziland, they were grossly outmaneuvered. They failed to get a foothold in Australia or Japan, while high above the atmosphere, we followed Santa's plan. Alien craft attacks strafed us, attacking en masse, though versus a magical reindeer, they were all sorely outclassed. Rudolph's nasal lasers cut our path right through the fleet. Were sounds audible in a vacuum, you'd have heard me shout, Sweet! Inside the mothership, we made for the Emperor's throne room, where we'd broker its surrender or make the ship its tomb. Santa battled fiercely. His rotund image had clearly been a hustle. For a guy that ate only mince pies and cookies, his bulk was all muscle. I hid behind the battling titan, feeling slightly less bold, as I'd missed the weapon delivery and was only ten years old. Fierce elite guards fell before us. We brought an empire to its knees. Bloodied, beat, and broken, their emperor whispered meekly, Please! We were wrong and jealous. Our Christmas invasion was extreme. With hindsight, I'll concede our method really was quite mean. Please forgive our foolish ambitions. The broken ruler spoke in a husky rasp. We'll return to Venus peacefully, leaving Christmas in your grasp. We'll even use our time technology to fix any damage. Good as new. At this point, Santa spoke to me. I'll leave this one up to you. Now... I may have been on the naughty list, but 
I'm no hardened young offender, so I sat down with the Emperor and set terms for the surrender. The Venusians kept their word and were let off with a warning. Time was set in motion, and all woke on Christmas morning. As families gathered on that day, wherever they might be, naughty kids each found an extra present waiting beneath their Christmas tree. And while no one shared the story, for who would ever believe they'd forever be the generation that won a war on Christmas Eve. Far away on Pluto, watching these events unfold, the Plutonians eyed Christmas, as with most things, it left them cold. So their warlords called a meeting to fire their people's anger. The war drums started softly, but soon rose into a clangor. Earthlings say we are not a planet and taunt us with celebration. Just because their world has water and can support vegetation. So load up all the warships we have plans to make. For next festive season, we'll the holiday to take. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. The Fight Before Christmas was written by Andy Conrad Turner, narrated by Ian McEwen, edited by Carl Hughes, and muted by The Dark, Ambient, The Inner Devil, and Sam Robson. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas from everyone at The Other Stories. Thank you for spending some time listening to us over the past year. It's been an absolute belter, and we made a ton of new friends. So once again, thank you very, very, very much, and a Merry Christmas. We're still running the Hawk and Cleaver survey over at hawkandcleaver.com forward slash survey. So if you go and answer in the questions, it should take you about two to three minutes. You'll be entered into a raffle to win one of five signed Hawk and Cleaver books of your choosing. So once again, head over to hawkandcleaver.com forward slash survey for all of the relevant information. And lastly, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Hello, my name is Alex Markley, and I'm inviting you to check out my new podcast. It's a surreal sci-fi comedy series called The Unlikely Adventures of an Improbable Family. It's about a forlorn shell of a man, his egotistical laptop, a cartoon alien fuzzball, and a mysterious woman with telepathic abilities. You can find The Unlikely Adventures on the web at unlikely.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. And thanks. Thanks.